Maybe you're already in Toastmasters, or you've been looking into Toastmasters because you want to improve in your public speaking abilities, your leadership skills, your communication skills overall, whatever it may be. In this video, I'm gonna share with you three lessons I've learned during my time in Toastmasters over the last five years with them. Let's get right to it. I've been with Toastmasters now for over five years, and I learned many lessons along the way. But let's rewind real quick. Let's go five years back to my first ever speech with Toastmasters. I remember my friend James asked me, hey man, do you want to go to this club meeting with me tonight? And I was like, yeah, what kind of club is it? And he said, it's called Toastmasters. And I looked at him and I was like, Toastmasters? What are we gonna be cooking toast? Are we gonna be spreading the butter on the toast? And he's like, no, man, that'd be kind of weird. He's like, we're going there to improve in our public speaking ability. And I looked at him and I was like, public speaking? Why would I have to do that? I'm a salesperson. Why do I need to learn how to communicate more effectively? And he said, Public speaking and improving your skills in it will help you in every other area of life. So I said, James, I'm sold, let's go. We went to the first club meeting, it was at our local library, and it was in this small meeting room, a good size, enough room for everybody, and there was about 15 people in there total. So me, I'm more naturally introverted, I walk in and I see a lot of different people, and I was worried, I didn't know if I should approach them, talk to them, I didn't know how a meeting worked, and they started to come up to me and they started to ask me who I was, why I was there. They welcomed me with open arms. And I went as a guest to the first few meetings that I went to. Our Toastmasters Club meets twice a month on the second and the fourth Thursday, and it's different for each club. You can look it up to see what your club times are at toastmasters.org, and you can click on find a local club. It's worldwide. And I started to listen to the other people speak, and I heard a lot of awesome communicators, but really the thing that stuck out to me was there were a lot of people there who were new to speaking and who weren't very skilled in public speaking. And I started to watch them and I started to see myself in them and I related to them and I said, well, if they can do that, if they can be up there speaking, even though it was a fear of mine, then I can do the same exact thing. So after going to a few meetings as a guest, I finally gave my first speech with Toastmasters. And the first speech you give is called your icebreaker speech, which is you talking all about you. It's about your job. It could be about what you enjoy, you know, where you live, what you like most about where you live. It's really about you speaking about whatever you want because it's your first speech. It's meant to break the ice, hence the name icebreaker. And I remember it because I was all sweaty, right? I was nervous. My heart was like beating a million miles a minute as soon as I walked into the meeting room. I practiced the speech. I wrote like word for word down what I was going to say. I brought up a paper with notes. I brought up a giant gallon of water, which I still have with me here, a different gallon, but still a gallon of water. And I remember it very clearly because I was so nervous. I was so anxious. I was so worried that I was gonna say the wrong thing. And during the speech itself, which was five to seven minutes long, I just couldn't get out of my own head, trying to think of the next word that I was going to say, worrying about what people thought of me. My mouth was so dry that it was literally making those dry mouth noises that I'm sure you can relate to at some point in your life. And by the end of my speech, I expected everyone to just give me like a half-hearted, maybe a few round of applause, and that was it. But after I was done, 
I had some people stand. I had some standing ovations. The whole room burst into applause and they were happy for me. And I didn't expect that because I've never been in an environment of people like that who were so supportive of me and what I was looking to do. I'm used to judgment, I'm used to gossip, but these people just wanted to see me succeed. Which leads me to principle number one. And the first lesson I learned with Toastmasters is people want you to succeed. People want to see you do well. This relates to public speaking, but it also relates to literally every other area of your life. We think that people look at us and they hope that we don't get whatever we're going after. We think that they're looking at us hoping that we fail in our pursuit to open a business or give a speech or get that promotion at work or whatever it might be. But really, deep down, people want you to do well. They wanted my first speech to be good because if it wasn't, it probably would have made them feel weird too. And the first lesson was the most important lesson because it really showed me that there are supportive groups of people out there who wanted me to do well. Now hold on just a minute. I just noticed that you weren't subscribed to the channel. So go down here, hit that red subscribe button, and then next to it, hit that bell. When you hit the bell, you're turning on notifications so you see all the new videos that we release on this channel every single week. Now let's get back to it. Now, after that speech, I actually didn't go back to Toastmasters for a few years. My friend James, he got deployed in the military. I didn't want to go alone, and I didn't really have a great reason for going there. So a year passes by. Another year passes by. I start to get promoted with the company that I'm with. And the company says to me, Brandon, now with your new job, you're going to have to start speaking to groups of people. And I was like, I got to speak to like 15, 20 people? And they're like, well, yeah, sometimes you might even be speaking to 40 or 50 people. And I was like, holy crap, I have to learn how to give presentations. I have to learn how to become a trainer, a speaker. And the first thing that popped into my mind was, you guessed it. Toastmasters. I went back, I joined another meeting. It was almost all the same people who stayed there and it was really cool seeing how a lot of them have improved over the last few years. But this time I went back to Toastmasters with a purpose. I'm going to get my Competent Communicator Award, which is the award you get when you finish a full path in Toastmasters. There's different paths you can take and once you do all the speeches in a path, you get your Competent Communicator. So I went back and I started to give more speeches. And at the beginning of me giving more speeches, you have to sign up beforehand so you have plenty of time to prepare. At the beginning of giving my speeches, I was so worried about every word that I said, about how many times I said, um, so, huh, like all the filler words that I really got in my own head. And as I gave more and more speeches, I began to get better and better and better. And that led me to lesson number two, which is don't try to be perfect. Right? Perfection is the enemy of execution. If you're in your head too much hoping that every word you said is perfect, then you're never going to do anything. You're never going, going to give the speech. It's like me making this video. I have like three bullet points of what I want to talk to you about. Everything else in between is top of my mind. Right? Imagine if I created this video and scripted everything. It would be crazy stressful to try to remember all that. But I'm okay with making mistakes because you can't expect to be perfect because it takes 10,000 hours to become a master in anything. In order to be quote unquote perfect, which I don't think you can ever reach that, it takes 10,000 hours, which is two hours 
of dedicated practice every single day towards a specific skill, craft, or anything you're trying to improve in. So while that's true, it only takes 25 hours in order to become great at something. So by the time I was in my second or third speech, I had an easy 10 to 15 to 20 hours of writing speeches, of putting the composition together, of starting with the beginning, the body, and the conclusion, which is your call to action. And by the time I was in my third or fourth speech, I felt really good. You're going to see rapid improvement from your first speech to your second speech, and especially from your second to your fourth, and so on and so on. Right? It only takes a couple times of doing things in order to be good enough to where you'll be inspired to go back and do it again. So if you get resistance when you first start something new, just keep trying it and keep going. Take that voice in your head and just flush it out because that voice we create in our head is not usually the reality. So what I found was as I began to get better and better and better, at giving these speeches, I noticed that as I became a better communicator, my income continued to grow as well. And I started to become the best speaker in upstate New York for the company that I work with. And they finally approached me and said, Brandon, it looks like you like this public speaking thing. And I was like, yeah, I, I enjoy it. I like doing it. I ha I'm in groups to help me become better with it. And they said, oh, well, no wonder you're getting better and better and better. It was because of Toastmasters and my focus there. And they said to me, Brandon, we want to offer you another promotion, a new position that entails you completely training other people to be great in sales. You'd be training leadership. You'd be training all of our new hire people. So my job went from sales and kind of speaking to groups to practically speaking to groups and training full time because I got better in this skill. And I learned that I really enjoyed it. So I started to do that and I kept going back to Toastmasters. And finally, just recently, after all this time, because it took me a lot of time, right? It took me about two years. I finally became a competent communicator and I finished my dynamic leadership pathways certificate, which means I reached level five in the system. And once you reach level five, you finish your path and you're awarded with your certificate, which is in the thumbnail that you probably already saw. So now I've got my competent communicators and really though, it's not even the speaking skills that I got better in that made Toastmasters worth it for me. Sure, I learned that people want to see you succeed. I learned that you can't expect to be perfect and you just gotta keep trying things. But the real lesson that I learned from Toastmasters, possibly one of the greatest lessons I've learned in life, is it wasn't about the skills, it was about the relationships that I've built during my time with Toastmasters. It was about the people that I met. It was about the feedback that I received. Most importantly, it was about the friends that I created through Toastmasters. I've made five, six, seven great friends from being a part of this club. And it wasn't even because we were around each other all the time, it's because we grew together and we became great together. And some of us are going to go on and achieve mastery with speaking, but that's gonna take a long time, right? 10 years for mastery, that's practicing every single day. Because the quality of your life comes down to the quality of your relationships. Great relationships, great life, right? So Toastmasters changed my entire life. It taught me these three very important lessons that can translate to your life as well. So if you're on the fence, 
join a Toastmasters club in your area. In the description below, I will put a link to toastmasters.org so you can find a club closest to you because it won't only help you to improve in speaking, but it will improve your life overall. I hope these strategies and insights have helped you. And if you want to go deeper into these ideas, click the first link in the description below because I want to give you a free copy of my book called Be Extraordinary, Your Guide to Self-Mastery. When you click the link below and enter your name and email address, I'll send you a free digital copy that you can start reading immediately. And I know it will serve you well.